Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a minute and talk about a product that we both love and use, and that is Simple Spectrum Supplement. Simple Spectrum is doctor formulated and third party tested, and they use only the highest quality of bioavailable ingredients. So it is free of all the junk and Simple Spectrum was designed with our kids and their sensory needs in mind. So it is unflavored dissolvable powder that is free of gluten, casein, added sugar, soy, Basically, it's everything you want and nothing that you don't want. Another reason why I love Simple Spectrum is because they are a brand that really educates and supports families, and they're putting out products that parents can trust. They also just recently came out with a fish oil that is awesome. I will say that we've been using Simple Spectrum for a while now, and when we first started using it with Logan, we really noticed a difference in his overall focus and attention, and that is something that the whole time we've been using it, we have continued to see the benefits of. So if it's something that you're interested in trying, you can go to their website. And if you use the code AIA at checkout, then you will receive free shipping on your order. So definitely, I totally recommend it. And like I said, if you want to try it, you can use the code AIA and you will get free shipping. Now on to the episode. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 164. I'm live in studio with my guest today, and by studio, I mean my closet, mm-hmm. and by guest, I mean my sister. Welcome. I'm a sister and a guest. You're everything. Today. And an aunt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mold things. Um, we were just talking about the last time Melissa was on, longtime listeners will know, Melissa's been on many episodes. You're definitely my, my most recurring guest at this point. Totally. And we've done many of these sister chat episodes, but we actually have not done one since May. So six months ago. Yeah, which is crazy because I feel like it wasn't that long ago, but like we were just saying, even like summertime seems like so long ago. Yes. So long. And here we are. It is November 9th, Melissa's birthday. It is my 39th birthday Today. Today. So when this episode comes out, it'll be We're the day after. We're not, like, recording it because it's my birthday. I just happened to be here today, and we'd already no. talked about... We yeah, talked I mean, about doing an update episode, but it does seem kind of... Yeah. It's my last year in my 30s. Yes. Craziness. Um. Yeah. So, happy to be back. Happy birthday. Thank you. How has the birthday been? It's actually been really good. I was not excited. I have been very down lately for many reasons and I wasn't I was just totally not in a birthday mode but I actually I mean to be honest really all I wanted for my birthday was to see the kids and I got to see them and spend time with them so that is great yes we went out for lunch only only tiny Layla was able to come for that because the other kids were in school but then you and mom and our brother came back to my house and waited for the kids to get home from school. And then we did, like, cake and singing happy birthday. So, I mean, low-key, but good birthday. Yeah. I mean, that's the only, like, the most important thing to me is, like, family and friends. So, yes, got, got that. And I've had a lot of friend time lately, so... Which we'll get into. We'll get into. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, let's start there. So, you haven't been on since, like, the end of May. Yeah. How has life been since then? Life has been crazy. So, yeah, back when, at the end of May, so I was probably about halfway through doing a year of chemo. So my chemo, so I, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone knows my story, but I have brain cancer and I was diagnosed in late May of 2020 and I immediately had surgery got rid of most of my tumor that way and then pretty much almost immediately went and did radiation along with lower dose chemo 
and then started a full year of oral chemo. So the last time we talked in May, I was probably about halfway through my chemo. So I tolerated chemo very well. My only side effect was like total exhaustion. I sleep all the time. I'm still feeling those effects. And I mean, from what I hear from like long-term brain cancer lifers is that like the exhaustion really never like subsides. I don't know if it's, you know, and I, I mean, these are, and I know a lot of people who have like no trace of tumor, like they'll never say, or I mean, I've have heard some people say cancer free. I should talk about that a little bit too, but, um, like, I think it's just like all that treatment that you go through right away. And the fact that it's, you're treating your brain and not like another organ of your body, that it's just like this lifelong exhaustion. And I mean, I'm sure that I don't help that because I should be more active, but it's kind of like a chicken and an egg situation because it's like, I'm so dang tired. You're also on the high dose of seizure meds. I'm also on a high dose of seizure medication that um, I won't be getting off. So that is also another thing that contributes to a lot of tiredness. But I'm really lucky in regards that, like, I never feel sick. I don't get headaches. Knock on wood. Um, I, what else? Um, I mean, yeah, like, a lot of people with cancer have pain and they have nausea. And I'm able to control my, you know, I was able to control my nausea with nausea meds during chemo. Um, so I would say the treatment, while not a breeze was definitely breezier than I would I'm think. breezy. I'm breezy. Name that show, which I'm sure all of you can. <laughs> um, begins with an F. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I think probably, like, the biggest change in, you know, I finished my cancer treatment in October. I'm sorry, I finished my chemo in October. And every three months I go in for an MRI and largely since my surgery, my MRIs have been stable. My last MRI in July, there was what they thought was radiation flare, which is basically just like after effects of radiation, but is not like new cancer. So my last MRI that I just did in October, they did find growth. Um, So that was pretty devastating because I hadn't even been done with chemo for a month and they were already finding growth. And that's kind of rare. And it really was hard. I took it really hard. I think my whole family did. Um, Because I'd just gone through a year and a half of treatment and already see new cancer was devastating and still is devastating but I switched doctors I switched practices um I was at basically you know when all this happened I was so incapacitated because it happened from a seizure and I immediately had massive brain surgery like within a week of the seizure So there was no time for me to, like, get a second opinion, get a new doctor, get, you know, go to Mayo Clinic. Like, it was like, you need to have surgery immediately. Your tumor is huge. Um, There's there's minimal functioning without it. Although I actually was, remember that, like, we recorded an episode between, like, my diagnosis and my treatment. And, like, once they got me on the seizure meds, like, I was pretty okay, you know? Yeah. No, they, I mean, the doctors couldn't believe how well you were functioning with that huge tumor. Yeah. My tumor they was seven centimeters. They were like, you should be more affected by this. Like, which is huge. Like, if, if Megan still has a picture or I have a picture, we could post it. That area is just like open now. It's insane. Well, I just always think of it as like women who've had babies. <laughs> you know, you've got to be 10 centimeters Aww. to get that baby out. It's like, that's the size of a baby's head. Yeah. I mean, they described it to me as, like, a large cookie. Right. But it's also, like, very three-dimensional. It's not, like, as flat as a cookie. Like, it no, was, like, like, a, a egg-shaped. Right. An egg that's a shape 
the size of your palm. Yeah, about the size of your palm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, not to back- backtrack too much, but, like, I had a very successful surgery, barring the fact that, like, my left side peripheral vision was cut in the surgery. That is not returned. I was told that that possibly could return. I have talked to several people who had my same surgery who had that same eye uh Vision impairment. Vision impairment, and theirs never returned. So I can't drive. Um, And because of my surgery and how close it was to, like, my motor strip, I have really bad balance, so I can't ride a bike. I feel like I'm just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was just in New York, and I didn't see. I told you this, right? When I got hit by yeah, a bike. Yeah. I, went hit, I got hit by a bike in Times Square, went down like a load of bricks. Oh, jeez. Yes. I think my knee looks a lot better. Yeah, it's like almost yeah, all better. better. Um, so yeah, I mean the vision is definitely the well, and worst just your, side effects. Your overall, like your motor skills are just a little bit slower. Than yeah, way slower. They used to be so like doing stairs. I have to hold the railing, which is kind of hard when you're like, yeah. So I was just in New York. I've been traveling a lot lately, which is great, but like it's definitely a lot harder to be vision impaired in New York City. Than it is... Just keeping up with everything. Yeah. And, like, taking the train and, you know, walking down the stairs of a busy subway station and blah, blah, blah. But I survived. You know, I can... We can do hard things. Only one bike hit. Only one bike hit. <laughs> and, you know, it was in Times Square. It was, I was asking for it. Big pretty time. Much, pretty much. So, I kind of lost track of time. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, in October, my doctor said she saw some growth And she wanted to immediately start me on another form of chemo. And I was just kind of like, I'm just kind of done with this practice. You have not been a fan of this doctor since the beginning. Yeah, I just... Although we should say, because you made it sound like... You like because everything went quickly. You didn't get a second opinion. It's not like this doctor was a hack. No, no. And it's not like she was no. not a very like capable doctor. It was right. just like her bedside manner and her the way she interacted with you. Yeah, you were not. It's a her fan bedside of. manner, but I'm also I also realized like I need to be at a hospital where or a practice where there's other people my age. So like I basically like brain cancer, like primary brain cancer in like. It is more of, like, a, as sad as it is, it's more of, like, a young person's thing, which you would never think. But, like, now, so I switched to Northwestern, and at Northwestern, there's people my age in, like, the brain tumor center waiting room. There's no brain tumor center at my old hospital. My old hospital is, like, a small suburban hospital not affiliated with a university, whereas Northwestern is, like... My doctor, he's now, like, only seeing... My new doctor is now only seeing patients on Fridays because the rest of the week he works at a company that's, like, Pfizer. Like, he develops... He's, like, like, in the lab. He consults on, like, developing new brain cancer and brain tumor drugs. So I feel like that's what I need. It's such a deadly, dangerous, awful thing, and you need the new stuff. You know, so she wanted to put me on this key, and I very well, this might end up being what my new doctor puts me on. Um, she wanted to put me on this chemo that was like, it was the chemo they gave to brain cancer patient, patients before they gave, before the one that I just did was out. So I'd be basically taking like a step back this, and, and I mean, that might be, that might be what my particular tumor needs. Like brain cancer is so unbelievably different. There's like. There's mutations. That's a huge part of it. Like whether or not you have a mutation, which mutation you have, um, how methylated your tumor is. It's all very complicated. It's really over my head. And for, and like, yeah. And I mean, for so long, it's like, I can, couldn't understand this because like my brain is compromised. Like my brain is compromised right now. Like, so I've kind of just been like, I'll leave it in their hands and blah, blah, blah. But then once I found out it was growing, I was kind of like, I need to be somewhere more advanced and more on the cusp of like. And you also just didn't like your doctor. So I don't. It was like, yes. Personality wise, it's just not a good fit. Yeah. And I really liked my other doctor that I worked work with, my actual like medical oncologist. I just don't think he knows much about. Brain he knows cancer. a lot about other cancers, but brain cancer is so specific and different than all the other cancers. So I just, 
as much as I like him, I don't, he's given me like misinformation about my tumor where I'm like, that's patently untrue. So I, you know, I need you to know the facts about my specific tumor. So yeah, I feel better. I still don't have a treatment plan. As of now, I'm going to be going, I did the last MRI with my last practice in October. So like a month ago, and I'm going for another Instead of every three months, this new doctor wants to do every two months. So I'm going to, next month, December 17th, I'm going to go for an MRI. And this MRI, I've never had an MRI with perfusion before. My other practice just did black and white MRIs. They use contrast. Contrast, yeah. But like this this MRI, which I only learned about perfusion because of Amber and Tim, you know. Um, you know those people? Those Arizona people? Welcome to Holland. Yes. So I now know that perfusion means that like they put an actual like colored dye in your MRI, like in your arm during your MRI. And that helps you know, like what's radiation flare? What is actual tumor? What is like necrosis, which is like dead tissue that like radiation and chemo have killed. So I don't, I have never had a, like a perfusion colored MRI before. So like that is just that in and of itself is huge to me mm-hmm. because like my doctor just scared the shit out of me and maybe rightfully so. But at the same time, my new doctor was like looking at this, like I can't tell what's cancer what's what? and what's just like dead tissue, which is just like, or flare or flare, like, which is just like, I don't even know what flare is really. I mean, the way that, like, they described it that made sense to me was, like, because radiation, it's almost like flare is almost like scarring. How it's, like, if you put, I mean, basically, like, you put your brain in a microwave. And it's, like, when you pull something out of the microwave, that's, like, some areas are kind of cooked more. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, like, it doesn't all look the same anymore. Right. I mean, And they said you can have flare for, like, up to a year or even more. Even more. Than... After you finish radiation. And I finished radiation a year ago. Mm-hmm. So that's really the cancer update. So like right now I'm doing. Well, so they're so you're going to do this new MRI. Yeah. And then go from there with the new team. Yeah. So he's going to look at it, really decide. And like you said, he very well may prescribe the same chemo as the other doctor did. But again, like you were saying, the good thing about him is that he really is up on all of the latest in terms of you know treatments and medicines so if he wants to put you on that then we know it's coming from a really like educated background but if he wants to try something different if there's some kind of clinical trial if there's anything that could be helpful he will point you in the right direction yes so i feel good about that yes um lost my train of thought i mean that's i think that's pretty much like the 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 cancer update yeah that's the health update I mostly feel fine I still I do think I'm having a little bit of like short-term memory issues like I'll be like foggy a little foggy like which I don't know is like the year and a half of stuff my brain has been through or if it's cancer growth I don't know I will hopefully have more answers to that in December um so right now we're taking a pause. Yeah, we're taking of. a pause on yeah. treatment, which is actually really nice. I thought I'd be really stressed and like, oh my God. Because like when you finish treatment, like I remember when I finished radiation and that was only six weeks. I was like, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to be done with this. Like you want to feel like you're attacking it. Mm-hmm. You want to feel, and that's how I felt when I finished chemo too. Like you want to feel like you're working towards health and I just, I'm actually just happy to have a break. I'm happy to not be putting poison in my body for a couple months, you know? Well, and it it was just like, especially like right after we we found out, it was just like, it felt like so much, like a, just like a train coming at you. Yeah. Like I would say like finding out that the cancer was growing was like, it was not as hard as my initial diagnosis because that was just like a complete shock. But this felt like kind of like a slap in the face. Like you just, like it's already back. Like, or not back, like it's already growing. Mm -hmm. Like I just did so much and had to be so like litigious with 
all these drugs for so long and it's already back. Like I just felt like really like this is so unfair. Not that, you know, this all isn't unfair because it is, but that was just really sucky. To me, it honestly felt harder. Why? I don't know. I just, because I don't know when you initially got diagnosed, I was just totally in like go mode and like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to make this appointment. We're going to call this doctor. We're going to take you to this thing. And it was just like, I don't know. That was just the mindset I was in. And then like, like you said, all of your scans up until last month had been stable and I just felt like we were going to stay on that same trajectory. <clears throat> and I don't know, I guess foolishly, I was just like not even thinking of the alternative. I just wasn't letting myself go there. And then to, you know, hear that it was growing. And like you said, that your doctor really scared us and did not have like an optimistic view of the situation it just like knocked me so hard on my ass. And it wasn't like I thought, oh, like we're totally out of the woods or anything, but I just thought like the worst was behind us. Yeah. I don't know if I thought that. I, I didn't, I, I don't know. I never, I've just always been so aware that like brain cancer is so tricky and it's so unpredictable. And, there's just no knowing, like, what's going to happen. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I was just, like, like there's, I just had, like, like, blind faith that it was, like, you were just going to get better. Yeah. That was just, like, 100% where my head was. And it has been really hard since that day of finding out because there is, like, just like that planted that like seed of doubt where I was like, okay, like maybe it's not going to go the way we want it to. And that is just a terrifying thought and not something that I was like prepared to. And, 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 and like you said, it's like, I knew I, you know, I knew a lot of the facts going in, but I just was not ready to go there. And like, I'm still not, but I mean, you can't, you can only bury your head in the sand so much I guess um yeah it's just been like it's been it's been really really hard and I definitely have felt like just really down these last few weeks and like I was just saying to you like I don't feel like I've been able to like show up for really much of anything the way I would like to or should I'm just like doing the best that I can um, but it's just been very hard and it's been very scary and I'm just doing my best to, you know, try to stay positive and stay hopeful. But, um, I think it's, it's like once you have that little like seed of doubt, like I said, or that little bit of fear, like creeping in, um, it's easy for them to, for it's like flood the rest of your thoughts and I don't want it to be that way I think but you definitely should talk to another like counselor at the place yeah so my my therapist uh quit <laughs> so and she is she on maternity leave she went on maternity leave she came back briefly we did oh, a couple God. sessions and then she what quit. was that from when they were like my my gynecologist killed themselves <laughs> what is that from <laughs> is it from Will and Grace I don't know um oh my God, yeah I so I need I need a new therapist I actually I I might I have a a, a resource so I might talk to a new I do I do want to find a new therapist so I feel like therapy is helpful regardless but I feel like also she literally like like I I think it was like the week after was when we found out that your cancer was growing she quit so she left yeah well she had like put out her resignation oh jeez <laughs> Christine I'm like I really could have used you lady I really could have used you yeah therapy is the bomb therapy's great bomb. yes I definitely am a big believer in therapy for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like, I was just on vacation. I went on like two vacations, two weekends in a row. I went to New York. <clears throat> I used to live in New York. So I have a lot of like very dear friends there. And I was there for like a week 
and got like a ton of quality time with friends, some of whom I hadn't seen since before the pandemic started or, and you know, before my cancer stuff started and they have just been extremely supportive of me through this whole thing from a distance. Um, and then I went to Key West last weekend with a couple of Chicago friends. And I think like when I'm away, it's easier to like distract myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard to say because like some days are so awful and like I'm just so hopeless and just like in so much pain emotionally and then some days I'm, like, mostly fine, and I'm really, like, que sera, sera, you know? Like, I'm really, like, you know, take it one day at a time. We'll see what happens. Like, anything's possible, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's, and that's true. That's all, that's all. It's all true. Correct. Yeah, I don't think my old doctor did us any service. She's she's pretty, like... Cut and dry. Cut and dry and, like, kind of pessimistic. And she presents you statistics completely un... What's the word? Unprompted. Prompted. Like, she'll just say, like, eh, looks like you have X years left. And it's like, I didn't ask for that. Like, if I asked for it, then okay. But, like, I don't think that stuff is helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if I'm going to kick it, I don't want to know. I don't think I do. Like, I want, like, a few months, like a month. Give me a couple days. Give me a couple days <laughs> notice to, like, put on some clean Get underwear. my affairs in order. Get my affairs in order. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really hard. I'm joking, but, like, obviously this is hell. It's hell for me. It's hell for my family. It's hell for my friends. Like, you know, it's the, it's, like, the absolute worst thing that I've ever been through. And, yeah, I mean, it's really hard. I can't put a spin on it. There's nothing I've learned from this experience. Why are you rolling your eyes? I didn't roll my eyes. I'm just thinking. I mean, I've learned like I life guess I've unfair. learned life is much more precious than you are even aware yeah. of. Yeah, like I mean, and just none do of us not really know stuff. how much time that we actually have. Like when I see people on Facebook complaining about minute things, I'm just like, G F Y. Like it really incenses me, and I'm just like. It really pisses me off. Like, obviously, anyone can do whatever the hell they want. But, like... (laughs) And, like, they're not thinking, like, oh, this person who's going through hell is reading it. But it's, like... To hear what some people consider problems is... I don't know. It's... it's, Egregious It's Honestly, to me, it's almost laughable. It's, like, okay, lady. Yeah. But I felt like that, like, for a long time. And I think people listening can understand that. Because it's like, if you have, you know, a child with special needs, it's like, you you know what challenges are more so than the average bear. And is this podcast about autism? It sure is. I thought it was about me. I'm the star. <laughs> You're the star today. I'm the star today. I'm a birthday. Um, star of the week. My but, birthday. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, like, I feel like I have, like, a pretty good you know, just perspective on, yeah, like, what is actually considered a problem or, and like I said, even just, like, learning that, like, life is precious, like, I felt like I knew that, and, I mean, obviously, I, you know, Brian dying, too, was, like, extremely just sobering to be, like, gosh, you really just have no idea Mm -hmm. how, how long you have here, um, and now everything with you, it's just like, it's, yeah, I feel like it, it, there's so many cliches that you hear of like, oh, like life is precious. Take it one day at a time. Don't sweat the small stuff, but it's all. You can't really get it until you're like yeah. living it. Yeah, that's true. But I'm also like, I've said like, 
it's not like, oh, I was, I didn't appreciate the important things before. Like, I've always appreciated the important things. Like, I've always known that, like, your friends, your family, your relationships, your loved ones, that is, your health is the most. Well, I guess I probably didn't really care, think about my health before, you know? I've never had any, like, major health issues. Now I know, obviously, how important your health is. And, but, like, before, I guess I've learned that. But I this remember, is not like because I didn't take care of myself. No, no, you know, this I know. is like a total fluke. Right, it's not hereditary. It's not anything you can avoid. Um, you know, it's just like this happens to some people, and that's kind of where I am. Like it just happened to me, mm-hmm. and yeah. But I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's I always appreciated everyone in my life. This has been really hard, so I've definitely had ups and downs with, like, almost every person in my life who's very close with me because, I mean, I'm just battling an actual demon and, like, physically, mentally, emotionally, so it has been hard on all my close relationships. Um, but, like, I think everyone knows how much I love and appreciate them. Like, do you? Yeah. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it's not really a secret that we've definitely been, like, put through the ringer. I mean, we're, we've always kind of been, Feisty. we're not, yeah, we're not, like, afraid to, like, tell it like it is or fight with each other. But, I mean, yeah, this, this past, you know, year and a half, um, yeah, it's been, it's been really hard. And, I, I yeah, I don't know. But I, no, I never doubt that how much you love me and I love you. Um, I feel like at this point, it doesn't like, I don't know, whatever happened like before, I'm not really worried about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know like how else to say that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think... We're both shaken. Yeah. Not um, What? You said we're both shaken. I said not stirred. Shaken, not stirred. Still cracking jokes. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely really shaken. But, like, there's a lot of, like, positive stories. Are there as many positive stories as I want there to be? No. But... I just keep hoping that, like, I'm going to be one of those positive stories. Yeah. Like, I'm going to keep hoping that, like, we find a drug that, like, prolongs my life. You know? I know that sounds kind of morbid to some people, but that's brain cancer, baby. Like, it's a real... It's a real depressing thing. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, it's very depressing. Yeah, I don't... Sorry, guys. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard. I really appreciate it when everyone says they'll pray for me. I have a lot of amazing people on my side. And, you know, I really love... When people pray for me and reach out to me and tell me they're thinking about me, I really appreciate it. But yeah, I mean, it's unbelievably difficult to, like, deal with this every day and have it, like, hanging over my head and never, you know, there's not, like, an hour I don't think about it. So, it's hard. I can't, like, pretend... Yeah. And I'm glad, like, I have good moments. I mean, it's more than good moments. Like, I have good times. Like, I had a great birthday, you know? Mm -hmm. All I wanted for my birthday was to spend time with the kids, and I did. And I spent time with my mom, my brother, my sister. Haven't seen my dad. I better call him. (laughs) I'm going to sleep over Megan's tonight. I'm going to feel left out. (laughs) Yeah. Call call those dogs. Um, (laughs) So it's not like... I'm just 
sitting in my bed staring at a clock. Like, it's not like that. But it's like, you have this horrible, heavy thing that's just hanging over you every day. It's always there. It's always there, and it's not like... It's not something that you can beat. You can't beat brain cancer. That's the thing that it's hard for people to understand, and it really frustrates me because I feel like I've said so many times, like, there's no cure for brain cancer. There's no remission in brain cancer. There's no beating brain cancer. Um, so I will never beat brain cancer. I live with brain cancer. I'm hoping to live a long time with brain cancer. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. I'm hoping I can be one of those people. I'm hoping that my new doctor will give me some more hope mm -hmm. that I can be one of those people that can live a long time with brain cancer. Um, I'm hoping that too. I'm hoping that he just has like a new perspective for us that can just help us I don't know, like shift where things are at now. Because I feel like before, before your last scan, like I said, it was like I just didn't even think about the alternative. It was just that you were going to get better. And, that, and, that, and it wasn't even like I was trying to do that. That was just my mindset. And I just felt so sure of it. Mm -hmm. And to to you know have doubts about that it just like is truly the worst feeling and like you said like it's just like this heaviness that doesn't go away and it's just felt like a real weight on my heart and my mind these past few weeks and I mean same it's not like like I still have to do all this the same stuff that I always do and still like trying to you know have fun and see friends and family and like, live a normal life yeah I mean like especially for the kids like I don't want them to feel I don't want them to feel this I mean I know they do they've seen me cry they've seen you cry but you know I just like I, I just I don't want like I don't want this to, like, taint, you know... Their childhoods. Yeah, I just don't want it to... And, and just, like, they love you so much. I don't want them to, you know... Yeah. Sorry, I'm probably, like, not making sense. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a real lot. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very... It's very heavy and... Just very, very scary to... To think that, you know, like, I just feel like, like, I don't want to do any of this without you. And it's just really scary to think that, like, that could be a, a reality. But like you said, I'm just going to be hopeful and just try to stay positive and hope that, like you said, your new doctor is going to have some good stuff for us yeah if you had tuned into this podcast looking yeah. for something fun oh my god sorry we were like debating <laughs> what we would sing and i'm like what the part would we sing i don't even we know. can record the song after the podcast yeah and edit it in that's now, the magic of editing the magic of podcasting we haven't even sung our song yet if you're listening to this who knows if we're going to do a song? I don't know. <laughs> we have, like, some questions, and I feel like they're, like, upbeat questions, and now I'm, like... All right, well... That's the thing. It's, like, okay, I mean, we... I, it's, like, I'm still here. We have stuff to talk about, like... I don't know. It's real life, man. Yeah, it is. It's... It's, it's real... It's real life, and it's, like, probably more real than any of us bargained for. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I say it all the time, but, like, I had no idea I could live with such a broken heart. 
I had no clue that you can be alive and your heart can be so broken. And I thought my heart was as broken as it would ever get. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, I guess it was two, was it two weeks ago today? Everything bad happens to me on a Tuesday. No, it was longer than two weeks ago. It was three weeks ago then. Yeah. I mean, it was not that long ago. No, but it was, you've already been on two vacations. Since I know, then. my vacations were last weekend and the weekend before and then next weekend i'm going on another vacation let's talk real jet setter listen we have more stuff like here this is the thing like this is a huge part of my life it is not my whole life sometimes it feels like it is it probably is the biggest thing in my life which are you okay yeah no my, my head's hurting it probably is the biggest thing in my life which is very unfortunate but it affects everything. And it's not just because it's cancer. It's because it's brain cancer. And it, you know, I'm so much less independent now, which I talk about all the time. I'm a broken record. I feel like I talk about the same stuff over and over and over and over, which is why it annoys me when people are like, what? And I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's all I talk about. Like, pay attention. So. Pay attention. Um, And I guess that's it for me. Like, I don't. I know it's it's different because it's like you're the one who has to like lose your independence and you know you can't drive you can't see as well your like motor planning is an issue yeah and I'm not saying like I didn't care about that or I don't care about that but it's like I I really don't care about any of that as long as like you're here right and you think about it like that's that's how I've always thought about it is like okay well we can work around that we can figure this out this that's just like another challenge that we'll get past I feel that way too almost like my quality of life just like right but I feel like your quality of life as it is now is like it's fine it's yeah it's fine like it's it's not it's not yeah I think it's fine I mean I deeply hate not being able to drive I know. I know you... A lot of people, like, they don't... I don't care about driving. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, like... I like to drive. I'm really independent. I like to be by myself. I like to take care of everything myself. And, like, I can't do that anymore. It's... It's really hard. Emotionally. But, yeah. So, I think I think about it a lot more, like... In terms of, like, what I'm dealing with now. And you think about it in terms of, like, the future. And, like what I would miss and what you would miss. Yeah, I just... I just, like, wish that we were both really old. Now? I just wish... Like, when this happened. Yeah, I just... I wish that, like, this wasn't happening now. Yeah. I just feel like I have... I mean, who, who even knows how long I have, but... I mean... Yeah, it's like I just wish that this wasn't. Yeah, I don't even know. I would. I wish. I wish a lot of things were different. <laughs> I wish a lot of things. Yes. All right. Um, it sounds like it's from Into the Woods. It is. Um. Okay. Why don't we take a pause and we'll just like regroup and then um we'll come back with some questions. So, I know you're on the edge of your seat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sit tight. All right, and we're back. Hey, we're gonna try to hold our emotionals together. Yeah. Um, it's okay. good to cry though. It's good. It's good to cry. That's true. I just feel like My... I've cried like so much. I'm like yeah. over it. Yeah. I haven't cried in a while because I've been busy. I've had trips. So I haven't cried. I feel like I cry a lot. I mean, I cry you a lot. You always are general. a crier. Though. I'm a crier. <laughs> You're a crier. I'm a real crier. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got some questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we start with? Okay, one of the questions we got is TV shows we're watching. Oh, okay. Manny and I are still trying to finish Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. Is that what it's called Nine Perfect Strangers. Maybe it's just called Nine Strange. I can't no, remember. It's, it's Nicole Kidman. Nine. I think it's called Nine Perfect Strangers. No. Well, now we now I just <laughs> charged my phone, so we don't have anything yeah. to look up. <laughs> I think that's maybe what it's it called. is. Okay. How is it? It's it's a good. It, so I always feel like the episodes are kind of slow, 
But the last, like, couple minutes, they always do, like, something to hook you in and want to like start the next one. White Lotus. No, but White Lotus, I felt like, was so good the whole time. It wasn't It was so slow. good the whole time, but, like, eh, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't feel like it was also slow amazing music. I was so obsessed with White Lotus. I miss yeah. it. I'm so glad it's going to come back. Um, yeah, it's, no, it's not, it's not as good as White Lotus, but it's. Also, side note, sorry. I went to Key West this weekend. Oh. And I stayed at this little boutique resort and the, I call him a proprietor. I don't know, man, the hotel manager, he was seriously Armand from White Lotus. So if you watch White Lotus, if you watch White Lotus, you know who I'm talking about. And I'm super jealous because I love Armand. Yeah. I mean, he was, it was uncanny. Did you tell him that? No. Cause I didn't <laughs> know how he would take it. Cause if you watch White Lotus, you love I him think in the that's be- a compliment. You love him in the beginning, and then he kind of <laughs> comes off. He goes off the rails a little bit, but goes off the rails doesn't come off the best. So I don't think it would be a compliment, but I am sure you could be like, "You're the good Armand." <laughs> oh my god, I am sure he has been told that a lot, many a time. Yes, um, yes. So we're watching Nine Perfect Strangers, and then uh, I'm always obviously watching all the shows on Ye Old Brobs. Bravo. Super into. I really do think because we Lake City. we have we at one point were I think we even bought like bought picked like a fa- uh, Instagram name. We wanted to do a show that was about like the Bachelor franchise and like a Bravo. pop culture. We wanted podcast. to do like a podcast, and we just never did it. It was right. We I think we were either you were either going to do Adventures of Autism or we were going to do that. Remember? Yeah. And then um, why well, I had already wanted to do Adventures in Autism, and then you were like, we should do this podcast just for fun and I was like oh yeah that would be good to like get me learning so Mm -hmm. I could do know how to do a podcast but then I don't know you and I just didn't do that and then I started Adventures in Autism now that part of me is like that would be fun we should do it but the other part of me is like I know how much work goes into podcasts. I don't even know how much work goes into it but there are 9,000 Bachelorette and Bravo podcasts there's There's so many million yes and they're all good I, I only listen to... I don't listen to any podcast anymore, but I have listened to the one on The Ringer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, obviously Watch What Crappens is so good. So good. Um, um, no, there's there's a million, but um, no, I definitely, at this point, I'm like, two podcasts, that's way too much work. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Um, what are you watching right now? I mean, barely anything... I watch Bachelorette. I haven't. I did watch this week. Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars. Um, I'm so lame. I really could talk more about reading. I'm so lame. I really am. Like, I just, I don't really watch that much TV. I watch, like, reruns of Friends in the Office and 30 Rock, and I read a lot. I always watch uh, Gilmore Girls reruns still. It's a great show. Yeah. Um... Me and Caitlin watched when I was in New York. We watched. I was like, we need to watch this one episode, and now I can't even remember. Of Gilmore. Yeah, and I can't remember why we like. I'm excited. I know why. It's because we saw this show on Broadway called Caroline or Change, and Headmaster Charlton. Oh, Char- did I tell you this? No, I didn't tell you this. No, he, he was, was in, in it. it. Oh my god! And I was like, it was insane because like I thought he was like eighty. On the show. I mean, he definitely was an older gentleman. I think he was, like, 60. Yeah, probably. Because he's 80 now. Okay. Um, But, yeah, Still he was in the him. show, and it was great. And I was, like... Love it. And I didn't even recognize him, but I recognized his name in the program. D- Everyone Dick on that Matthews. show, I was going to say, they all have, like, really distinct names, I feel yeah. like. Um, that's crazy. I know. Wow. Okay. I know. Love that guy. It was so crazy. So, I'm, like, we, ha- I'm like, we have to watch, like, his first episode, just because... Wait, I was I was at Caitlin's, but me and Lauren. No, me and Caitlin. He was in Waitress. He was not in Carolina Change. Okay. I went to New York. I saw two Broadway shows. Got hit by a bike in Times Square. Okay. Went down like a box of rocks. Live to tell the tale. Live to tell the tale. Um, Ate some good food. Okay. What other questions did um, we get? What are our favorite things about each other? Oh, um, I feel like this is probably an easy one, but just like our humor agreed yeah we have like we are different we have the same sense of humor yeah yeah we're different in many ways but we think like the same stuff is funny oh yeah like 
exactly the same. There is, like, no distinction about, like, we know if the other person will think something is funny. And we can make each other laugh, like, just really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It's yes. truly kooky. I think most I'm other thinking people... of when I peed in the car. Oh, God. <laughs> that is an amazing story. That really is. But I basically just it, told it. I don't think it'll it. translate. It won't translate. Super well, but... but... It's, it's a one. memory. It's a memory that we'll cherish forever. Burned in my brain forever. It was a memory from like three weeks ago. Yeah, I was going to so say, it's not even that like long it was that long just ago. Happened. But it just happened. Okay, which speaking happened. of memories, one of the questions was favorite memory childhood of our memory? childhood. Favorite childhood memory, which I think is really sweet. I should have thought of something beforehand. Do you have one? I just think like all of our like dances and performances. Oh, like making up and, dances? Yeah, just yeah. like we always loved performing and singing and... Um, we were always, like, playing house when we were little. Mm-hmm. We loved baby dolls. We loved Cabbage Patch Kids. Um, we were, like, all, like our dad has, like, so many home videos that are just, like, us making up dances and yeah. singing songs and just being little showboats. Yes. And nothing has changed. Thank God we found community theater. Because Thank God we found children's theater. We needed an outlet. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, I would say that. And just, like, our holidays have always been I was going to say all of our trips to Wisconsin Dells. We we used to go to Wisconsin Dells every summer, sometimes twice a summer, and we always did, like, the exact same stuff. We would go to, like, the same water park, Noah's Noah's Ark. Same the restaurant. same, yeah, the same restaurants. Paul Bunyan, <laughs> monks, yeah, for same place for burgers. We would go to the same mini, mini golf, golf place, place. Timber Falls. <laughs> yep, big chief go karts. And we would like go Why are on we the all same not there right now. Yeah, really. Let's do an adventures in autism. Uh, hits the road. Yeah, it's not a convention. But it's what very is it? nostalgic for. But I've said this on on the podcast before because like we we always try to like make a point of doing vacations and I just think like for families I don't I I just think that there's like no better way to like really like make bond and make memories with Uh each other because it's like when you're other because it's like yes there's life but like we all have stuff we're doing and you all even if you're in the same house it's easy to like not like connect so much but Uh when you're on vacation like you it's just you guys and you have, like, you know, unsolicited time together. And I just think that that's, unsolicited like... Unsolicited is definitely the wrong word. The wrong word. I don't know. I'm tired. Un... Divided? I don't know. Undivided. I think I was saying unsolicited, meaning, like, no one else is bothering you. I don't know if that's... No, <laughs> I don't know what I meant so by that. Wrong. I don't know. I never claimed to be a word Unencumbered time. Okay, unencumbered time. Sure. Um, and just... Listen, I was just going to say, brain cancer, not stopping her from correcting my ass. Ooh, so, we there you go. We should do that. Let's, Let's do, do that. Okay. Let's do it. That actually is perfect. All right, we're going to do it after. Retroactively, you will hear that song I'm at the beginning. I'm going to get some H2O for these pipes. Yes, get them warm with those pipes. Um, oh, and then as we got older, then actually doing shows together. Because we oh, yeah. did many uh, musicals together as, as like kids and teenagers. Um, and that was always really fun. And we have like so many mutual friends. Yes, we do. Like, like most of our friends. Like most of our friends. Either she, it was somebody who was my friend first that became Megan's friend, or Megan's friend first that became my friend. So that is, like, can be difficult sometimes, but I think by and large it's been, like, a huge blessing. Yes, Because a lot sure. of people that, like, know us both really, really well. Well, and, and most of us, most of our friends, too, it's, like, if they know you and they like you, they're going to like me right. and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of a package deal. Um, okay, what other questions did we get? Holidays. What's what are our holiday plans? Um, we tend to do the same kind of stuff. Like so for Thanksgiving, my mom usually hosts and we usually go to my sister in law's first, like earlier in the day, and then we go to my mom's later, and then we host Christmas here. Um, we usually do have like some kind of Christmas activity. Obviously, like, last year with COVID, we did not do anything. We went to mom's house for Christmas Eve. We usually do, like, shed aquarium or museum or uh-huh. something for Christmas and Eve. Eat dinner downtown somewhere. Yes. Hopefully, we'll be able to do something like that again. We want to 
take the girls to American Girl store and like have. We want to do like an overnight in the city with the girls. Uh, We kind of did that with Liliana last year, and she loved it. And this year, Tiny Layla is a little bit bigger, so maybe we'll do that with both of them again. Go to the the restaurant wasn't even open last year, so maybe get to do. She needs to learn how to behave herself, though. Yeah, she's definitely a little sassy pants. You hang this over her head. Yeah, I can't. Trip canceled. That's true. true. Overnight canceled. Um, Yeah, so we'll do that maybe like, I don't know, a couple weeks before Christmas. Um, I think that's all. Oh, I just found out. I was telling you and mom today. There's a pizza place by us that does like a pizza, a Santa pizza delivery. That is a great idea. I know. And one of our neighbors did it last year. So I'm really excited about that for this year. You can make so much money doing it. I know. Totally. And there's like a Santa charge, but like he'll take pictures with you. That's amazing. I know. So we're going to, so I'm really excited for that. How has that that. not been going on since the beginning of time? Of time. I know. I totally agree. Like our dad delivered pizzas when we were kids. Slap a Santa suit in that guy. That guy could be a billionaire right now. Say ho, ho, ho. And let me tell you, he's not. So... (laughs) (laughs) Dad, we've got uh, a great business venture yeah, for you. Yeah, you're not too old. Let Get me back tell to you. the pizza. No, Santa's supposed to be old, That's so amazing. Perfect. I know, I'm really... That's that's all we got planned that so far. That is so funny. But I will say, I was just saying this today, too. Last year, all I got for Logan was different types of candies that I wrapped up and a couple balls. That's all he really wants. And it was, like, his best Christmas. So that is my plan again for this year. I'm not trying to get him toys. I'm not yeah, going to get him gonna... stuff he's not gonna play with you want to get him like a big thing and yes and then it. everyone who always is like what can i get for logan i'm gonna say just give us amazon gift cards because we want to get him a new trampoline for the basement like a little bit bigger one and you know stuff that we want to get for him is usually it's not like the little toys it's bigger stuff so i'm not even gonna waste my time on the stuff that he's not gonna play with and just having you know, crap to uh-huh. wrap up for him to feel like he's equal with the girls. Um, I'm just going to give him what he actually wants. And that is my plan. What is your holiday plan? Uh, my mom's house, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, yes, but you do have some happy news. Oh, yeah. I have a boyfriend. Melissa has a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend and we're moving in together. Yes. It's so crazy. Big, big changes. Big changes. Well, you actually were like talking to him. I don't know if he was, like, actually your boyfriend at that point when you oh. did the last podcast. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, so we've been together for six months now. hmm He is a gem. He's wonderful. He really is a great guy. He's really great. He's, you know, been with me through this, like, insane journey that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very supportive, loving. So we're moving in together. He lives a couple hours away, so he's moving to the Chicagoland area and we're moving in together which will be great because I don't drive and he can drive me around he's just like a good support system he's a good support system um yeah he's great and I'm really excited and that's like yeah I mean he's really been like my blessing of 2021 because yeah it's been another rough year the hits just keep on coming. The hits just keep on coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've i been saying, like, I'm like, I need a win. I need to win. And, like, he's definitely a win, but, like, I need a health win, too. He's a bright spot, for he sure. He is definitely a bright spot. I'm really glad we're moving in together. I've been mm-hmm. living at my parents for a year now, which has been great because, again, I don't drive, and I've had a lot of doctor's appointments, but I think I appreciate them way more when I don't live with them. I think true that. that's true of, like, me and Megan, too. You know? Yeah, I, I think, like, it's good to see each other, and it's good to have space, Yeah. Too. Yes. <laughs> so. It's it's definitely, um, it's time for you to move out of Mom and Dad's house. Yes. And I'm really happy that you're going to be moving out with Dave. Also, let me clarify. I only have li- been living at my parents' house for, like, a year. It's not like I'm no. finally getting out. Like, I've lived alone for, like, ten years. Yes. So. But this last. This isn't, like, my first flying of the coop. This last year has felt like ten. This last this last year and a half has felt like. Well, it's like we were just saying about. Like, I'm 39, summertime. but I feel like I've lived the life of an 80-year-old. Like, summertime feels like. Like years ago, yeah, and it's it was... weird because like in June I went to Florida, and then like last this past weekend a few days ago I was in Florida, and it just feels like 
year there was years so between those Florida trips. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's like really not that much has happened. Well, I don't know. It just feels like a lot. Yeah, a lot I don't of, know. A lot of life has been thrown at us. A lot of life has been thrown at us, <laughs> and yes. it's just kind of like a lot, a lot, a lot to deal with. It um, is. I, yeah, um, it's been a real lot. Yes, but but yes, you and Dave are moving together, and that's exciting. Yeah, and I'm happy for both of you. Very happy. Thanks. Um, oh, I think. We had one more question. What's, um, or maybe that was it. Did we say our favorite thing? Yes, favorite thing about each other was our, oh, what's our favorite song to sing together? Ooh. I mean, we just sing, like, we're just really big show tune nerds. Yeah, we so love like, show tunes. Anything we, just we saw Rent. six. Yeah, we did. I have seen six a couple times. We I have not. The seen girls six yet. have the gone girls, into like YouTube six. They love it. Megan, the, uh, yeah, when six comes We're here, we definitely spring. need to go. We just saw Rent together for like the forty fifth time. I can't yeah. even. Yeah, we say how many times. we went we to see Rent the first tour of Rent when we were in middle school. In when the first tour came through Chicago, like while it was still on Broadway, and then we got to go to the twenty. Was it 20th or 25th? I think it was 25th. 25th. Because I went when I was 11. 25th anniversary of Rent. Uh, That was really cool. Yes. I won the tickets. Yes. I love winning. Good. That was a win. I guess that was my damn win. (laughs) God, I need more wins. You should have specified what kind of win. I need some, like, real ass wins, okay? We need a specific Like, I would take a winning a trip to Hawaii. Winning the lottery? I would take winning winning the lottery would be aces. Even more than winning the lottery though, I'd like to win like some cancer miracles. Win some I would, health prizes? Yes, I'd like to win some health prizes above anything. Like money can't buy you class and it can't buy you your brain cancer health. health. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's very true. It's just so weird to talk about it as health because like I feel fine, you know? Yeah. It's not. I'm not help. I mean, you know, I have brain cancer, but it's like I when I talk about like, like, healthiness, it sounds so weird because I'm like, I feel okay. I feel well, fine. yeah. I remember like I don't know where I heard this, but somewhere along the way, like years ago, I heard a, a like a phrase that was like, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Yeah, that's totally true. Totally true. Yeah. I like, don't know truly, who told it to me. Nothing but, matters. I yeah. know people like money. I like money. I have. A I have a little. little. <laughs> Keeping a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in. Tiny's going to give you some more. Name that movie. Yes. Tiny, my niece, said she'll give me two coins if I clean her room. <laughs> because I need some money. She said she would give her money. She would give her two coins. But she got Should I talk about how I've been rejected from disability twice? Too I late. Like I guess I just did. Getting, yeah, we can we can. I'm getting a lawyer to, okay. to help me with my disability because I've gotten rejected twice. And that's just... I mean, there's a lot more going on that's rough besides just the cancer. It all ties in with the cancer, and the cancer makes it so much harder. But there's, like, other things that I just don't even want to talk about on the podcast. But, I mean, yeah. This is the bulk of it. This is the bulk of it. Just, like, the bulk of a tumor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's, like, a specific song that we like to sing. Oh, whatever we... Yeah, Wicked, but also when Are we, we karaoke... We, yeah, we did. Um, like we always like to sing something bad. Something bad. And we always like to sing, man, I feel like a woman. Before it was even like, I feel like that's come back recently, but that was, that's been our karaoke jam for a long time. Yeah. And like, have we sang Hand in My Pocket? We sang Hand in My Pocket. Yeah. That girl that I listened songs. to was so, she did Hand in My Pocket in, in Key West. Florida. Oh my God, she was amazing. Okay. Well, I think we should wrap this up unless there's anything else you want to say. Um,. No, please continue to pray for me, support brain brain cancer research, Um, just all the prayers would be great, all the good vibes, just put it out into the universe. Please, we need that. Please, uh, I would love them. Um, Yeah, keep supporting the podcast, sharing the pod, listening to the pod. Word up. Pod stuff. Pod word stuff. up. We'll be putting out a gift guide soon. Just kidding. No. 
Thank you everyone so much for listening. Um, yes, please support the podcast. If you are enjoying the show and you have not yet left a rating or review on Apple podcast, I would be very, very appreciative. Remember I tried, I tried like 58 that. times. Yeah. Your phone's first like broken. So Melissa can't leave a rating or review. So, so to make up for, for yeah, to make up for her, <laughs> please do that. Um, that just really helps other people to find the show. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at adventures and autism podcast on Instagram at adventures and autism pod, or you can email me at adventures and autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Always love hearing from you guys. Where can people find you Ray, if they want to follow your journey? I am the Zill T H E Z I L L on Instagram. I'm public. So get in there. Um, I post a ton. I wouldn't say a ton. I post pretty, I, I post regularly and I definitely put updates on my social media about my cancer because I just can't deal with all like the deluge of texts. And yeah, that sounds sometimes really like before I'm, she even tells me. Yeah. I, I literally post on social media before I like tell Megan stuff because I, I just, I don't always appreciate Because that. everyone knows when I have like an MRI and then they all text me and call me and it's like, oh my God, I appreciate it so much. But like. I can't individually respond to everybody. Oh, oh. the dog's scratching. Dog's scratching. Um, okay, that's our cue. That's our cue. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah. And take care. Bye. Bye.